Blog Talk Radio. I think, I think I'm ready to spit this. I'm back at it. Yo. Now I, Father, who ought to be earthbound, subject to gravity, to be to be thy name. And when my kingdom comes, I shall bring the rum, grab the nearest microphone and speak within my brain. Now yes, you have stepped in the barbershop, and if you disagree, there's never a need to diss you. 310-982-4273 to get through. And check out my dude Alfred's YouTube page, Drag Not to Fill This. That's D-R-A-G-N-A-U-C-T. S-Y-L-V-A-S These are the questions and opinions The lessons and decisions As I step into position with the reppin' and presentin' And what am I representing? Empathy, altruism, and pragmatism My dude Alfred Loco with the humanism And people don't be afraid of a word with a dual syllabic suffix I represent hip-hop culture by the elements I represent my folks in the LGBT community And the drag community I represent the state that said If what you call married gets you special federal benefits Then everybody gets those benefits To better give the picture I illustrate the scripture But Alfred on my side with the illustrates to hit you The tellers of the story The writers of the word Delivering the narrative and try to get it heard The narrative The narrative of human interaction With each other and with our environment the narrative of what we call morality. Who is moral and why? What is moral and why? And how do we reach these conclusions? And if we've already reached them, then our species would have already been to a point of global tranquility right now, wouldn't we? My topics are my thoughts, folks, and probably risky. I've walked on wine and turned water to whiskey. Born in a manger and talked as a frisbee, but I ended both hunger by making scotch at a brisk tea. Alright, man, on this one, I'm bringing it in with, um, oh, I hope we should uh, have Alfred on the Skype line and got, um, got annihilation, and, oh, just got a message, oh, Alfred said, not yet, alright, he's just, uh, he's on the way there, and I was looking, um, if I, I recently heard, um, yeah, some, some news about these, uh, oh, the charter school business, and I heard about what they did with, um, with Michigan, where they uh, where they closed down their whole um, they closed that whole business down. Uh, they brought it back up, and it, it was weird because um, like the thing that the numbers that they had were um, they had like 500 million in budget, and they didn't want to use 500 thousand to run the school. I was like, that is that is insane. And I started digging all these up, and I was like, ah, geez, I'm gonna see if Alfred wants to jump in on these, because you know, because because he, he has offspring, you know, I, I care about it as a person without offspring, because you know, it, I I worry about the species, and then you got this uh, this business going on with the tornado. My goodness, I just uh, like I woke up, and you and you know, you look on your um on whatever your your mobile device is, and you just see updates, and the updates are just body count updates. It's it's sickening when you see that and when it's just all right we got 21 okay we got 72 okay we got 122 and i don't know how many um how many children they lost in the um in the school deal but i i, I saw those uh, i saw those video clips of the kids um you know the like the kids that survived and they're they're telling the stories it's pretty, it's pretty hardcore man 
And uh, but then you know, um, you know, you, you'll you look down in your news feed, and uh, I see that um, that's um, one of those pundits, you know, the the guy, the talking heads on the news screaming at each other, asked an atheist uh, survivor of the uh, the tornadic activity if uh, if she thanks the Lord now. I didn't even click on it. I was like, how? What a what a pious, self righteous little prick this guy is. Yeah, you know, like, like really? It, how about you thank him for this being part of his divine plan, you weirdo? Like he just like like he took that to score some sort of you know his tribal religious political points. That's a weak move. That's gross. Like you weren't in that that tornado. If you were in that tornado, how we know you wouldn't have been yelling and cursing your God. Air quotes. If anyone can't see me magically. Nah, jeez. I just don't get it, and it's it's creepy too. Cause I'm down here. I'm down here in Florida, where we get a we. I don't know if we'd get a a tornado that big, but you know we get tornadoes out here, and uh, you know, but not typically in the city. So we um, you know, we we tend to be kind of apathetic. But it's like that that that's real. Like at any time, one of those tornadoes could come right through this city, and we're going into um. In the storm season, my next door neighbors just had to have their um their roof redone after the um a- after the last rain event we had. You know, like you know, I said there's dead animals all over the city. It's nuts, you know, with the kind of with the kind of weather. And you know, there's there's no deity behind that. That's just what's happening. Um, I, I would probably tend to use the word nature, but then somebody's going to say you believe in nature. Ah, weirdos, they just they want everybody to believe in something. You don't have to believe in something. You can probably have confidence in evidence, maybe. You know, maybe um, you can be swayed by a strong argument, but you don't always have to believe in something. These are trigger words that people use. You don't have to fall for that. I just saw Alfred said he's in queue in Skype. Are you on there? Yes, I'm here. You hear me? Hey, how you doing there, man? How's it been going? Uh, I'm doing all right. Finally got to a new work schedule, working in a more clinical setting, got a more stabilized uh, schedule. So, yeah, I'm trying to get on this thing. We've got a good subject going on here. I'm actually arguing with my cousin right now over this whole praying about tornado thing. Yeah, what's going on there? Can you share any of the dialogue? Is it mad private or is it a public? No, it's always. Anything on my wall is public. And it all started with me saying, honestly, two sentences. And I will read my sentences verbatim. I hope everyone is sending psychic messages to help people in Oklahoma. If you're offended, then ask yourself why. That is honestly what I wrote. And some people picked up on the nuance of what I was getting at, and some people didn't. And it, it's it's really, it, it shows how well-tuned people are as to what they want uh, to hear and how they perceive certain things. A lot of it is a perception as toward how they feel about you personally and not as what you're saying and trying to uh, really get at what's being said. It's more of, well, okay, this point is being made even though this person is openly stating that there is uh, something offensive about it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't um I haven't spoken to anyone about it. Um the the folks at work, they tend to not even know what's going on in the news. I actually um I, it, it's kind of weird. Like the folks at work, they 
like it has to be major news for them to know about it. Like like Trayvon is like probably the last thing they knew about it. Like the people I work with, they don't even know what fracking is. Like I, I can't speak to anybody there. No one knows anything. And they yeah, they just don't want to. So yeah, you get you get to have these conversations. Um I try to you know, hit hit my sister with some of this news. But, you know, she she's busy, you know, she's raising offspring and what have you. And I'm and thinking, yeah, get the frack out of here. Yes, yeah, the the people at work do not know what fracking is. And one of the guys actually works in politics as a side job. Yeah, it's 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 creepy. And and they're the kind of folks where I'm like, one of them, uh, I I said, uh, said talk to me, FP. What's what's going on there? How, how, everybody out in the chat room, how you doing there? The uh, like one person I'm like as soon as I said uh you know I, I I'm I'm not a Republican they're like ah you're a Democrat like get your head out of the binary like I I have signed no paper that says I agree with this exact thing I actually don't agree with the Democratic platform you got to remember at the um at the D Nash their uh, their national convention there they happened to kind of shove Jesus right up the ass of the platform there remember they did that when they did the vote by sound and everybody Everybody who heard that that had any sort of editing program tested those decibels, you know, so that 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 was so fake and weak. I can't sign up and be a part of that crew. I don't know them. Ooh, computer froze again. Uh, yeah, now, but yeah. Speak, speaking of the the offspring, Al, Al, Alfred, you, you saw those uh th- those links I hit you with with the charter schools. What do you think of that? Oh man, that's something that I've been seeing for a while. Well, I'm not actually. Seen, but I've been kind of hearing about, and it's not really a, a surprise. It, it's not, you know, it's something that people are going to. I think we had a small discussion about it uh, uh, the other day, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit. But then I then then I posted that um like like some YouTube link that was completely unrelated because I'm a I'm a flippant silly American that can't stay on subject or start ranting off. And I like I I think about this stuff. It bothers me because like as as a non-breeder, I don't like that a whole bunch of people younger than me are going to be trained up kind of stupid. Like I know you saw that recent deal with the um uh the, like the the te- the quiz that came out like a pop quiz for a kid that said um when did dinosaurs exist and it had them like oh. right by humans. You know, and it's like, I, I don't like that. Stop affecting the people that might have to be the doctor that needs to operate on me when I'm an old fart. You know, come on. Don't do that to these kids. Yeah, that's the thing. People people were looking to say, well, you know, let's check snows. Uh, this is fake. This has to be. And someone's, it actually came from, I think, a North Carolina private school that was uh that got funding from Answers in Genesis <clears throat> Ken Ham's uh cult and he of course Ken Ham came up and defended it when it came to light and they actually showed the name of the school. It was a friend's his his friend's daughter and he I guess was over his guy's house and saw this and I guess took a picture of it and was like, Really? This is what they're teaching this young girl and he he posted it up but he didn't want, you know, everything to come to light. But then he saw all the attention it garnered, and he was like, you know, this this has to, you know, people have to see what's going on, because just like you said, this could be a future doctor. You know, this this little girl could be a, a little boy, I don't know. 
to be, you know, a future cancer researcher that we're teaching who lies to because someone feels that there's a magical person in the fucking sky that's going to poof everything better. Or I don't know what crazy shit they believe nowadays, but I'm literally having, a, I've been having a discussion with my cousin for the last, what is it, three hours over that status that he was very offended by for some reason. And it's, uh, I, I'll actually uh, tell you some of the stuff that he's saying. And I, it's, I hate this new Facebook format, by the way. It takes everything out of chronological order. Hold on. <laughs> I am so... Yeah, good. you do. Yeah, it's some the vertical trick. Okay. He, I finally, okay, he, he finally got, uh, he finally got on to the point that I was talking about people saying, people offering prayers instead of actually going down there and helping them remove rubble, helping, you know, by donating blood, helping by giving money to charity, you know, actually doing something. You know, that's what I see as help. Not sitting and looking at a wall and watching the paint peel and thinking to yourself that you're actually doing something productive. That's what prayer is to me. Now, he didn't seem to feel that that was uh, an accurate description of prayer. So here's what his reply was that when people pray, that is their way of showing concern and caring when they personally can't affect something. That has occurred. Mm -hmm. Uh, People are legitimately feeling uh, sorrowful and concerned for the incident, and here you are joking about it. I can understand you have your your views fine. But making jokes in response to people praying for those caught up in natural disasters is sad. That is why I'm offended. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you saw, you, did you see that tweet that, um, ah, geez, one of those comedians, I think the uh, Ricky Gervais, Gervais, however they pronounce that name, that said, uh, what, uh, somebody sent a prayer and their feelings said, uh, like, like foolish me, I just sent money. Yeah, people, they screenshot and make a meme out of a tweet these days. Yeah, it's easy to post a meme, but it's it's actually difficult to sit down and find something intelligent to say or talk about or to even elaborate on. Hell, one of my other cousins today had posted something very, uh, very, I want to say, didactic. I I think that's the right word I want to say. It's binary. But it only presents uh, pretty much a, a, a false dichotomy that it's just, well, if it's good, then it's Christian. You know, if it's bad, then it's anything else kind of thing. And I was, uh, he made us present this, like, oh, well, you know, it's a good Christian feeling if you do something good for someone. So I said, well, what if you get a good feeling and you're not a Christian? You know, something simple like that. And then, of course, it got spun into this, well, you know, just because you don't believe in God don't mean, you know, he doesn't believe in you. And it, it's, it's just spun off into this whole dimension of stupid logical fallacies that I'm not even sure I want to even get into right now. Yeah, it's those um those those uh anti thought sort of talking points. Like I I have no you know they they have no reason to make sense. That's why I've been thinking about making them. You know, sort of making like a meme image out of myself because I'm vain like that, and just says, "Um, oh, you actually debate theists? You realize they don't have to make sense, right? Like they don't. They're starting from the premise of magic. Like you're 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 talking to a silly person already." Yeah, and, and that's what I have to try and realize too is that I'm trying to explain 
logical thinking and how I'm viewing uh, the situation from a logical standpoint and not giving any emotional uh, credence to it is difficult because that's exactly what they're doing. And they have to look at it from an emotional point of view because if they weren't, then they wouldn't be theists in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Let me um look up here. Remember we got that. I mean, this is this kind of stuff, even the things that, that I would say, you know, I'm not going to be so doom and gloom. This is good news. I mean, it's not really good news. It's just sort of what's supposed to happen. But, I mean, maybe really, maybe uh, worse should happen. But uh, the Pennsylvania judge that we uh, that we talked about before that was uh, selling kids to the prison system, uh, Mark Ciavarella, Jr., the 61-year-old former judge in Pennsylvania, has been sentenced to nearly 30 years in prison for literally selling young juveniles for cash. He was convicted of accepting money in exchange for incarcerating thousands of adults and children into a prison facility owned by a developer who was paying him under the table. The kickbacks amounted to more than one million doll hairs. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court has overturned some 4,000 convictions, 4,000 convictions, 4,000 convictions issued by him between 2003 and 2008, claiming he violated the constitutional rights of the juveniles, including the right to legal counsel, to legal counsel, and the right to intelligently enter a plea. Like, just basically taking away their freedom of speech there. Huh? Now, some of the juveniles he sentenced were as young as 10 years old. Ciavarella was convicted to 12 counts, including racketeering, money laundering, mail fraud, and tax evasion. He was also ordered to repay $1.2 million in restitution. His Kids for Cash program has revealed the corruption is indeed within the prison system, mostly driven by the growth in private prisons seeking profits by any means necessary. Sometimes the, these writers bother me with the way they deliver these. Like they're saying, this incident shows there's corruption. We've always known there was corruption. They they, they put a, a profit margin on it. There's always been corruption within our species. Like, come on. We know there's corruption. This did not show that there's corruption yeah, you know, but I guess, you know, it's that sort of it's good news, but it's not really good news. It's just this is an update on everything that was supposed to happen after everything that was not supposed to happen. You know, and that's what's ugly about our um, our little invention of capitalism and our, our special little magic money that our species made. And it brings out this sort of uh, this, this sort of ugly and it, and it puts power behind it because that 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 uh, all that capital that is strength, you know, and it's uh, that's how I look at it. Like it's a new way of becoming royalty. Like the Walton family is is royalty, you know. Like they they, they build on um, you know uh, what old not Mayan, but um, that's the way it was reported. But it, it's another old uh, native burial ground. And you know, let's throw a Sam's Club on that. You know, because we're royal and we can do that, and that's and that's what it's like. With it's like people call it the best country on earth because you can come here and become a king, <laughs> if if you if you can, if you sell enough kids to prison, you can become a king. You can be one of the millionaires. That's gross, man. Good news though, huh? 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, I'm pretty sure in his eyes, he knew they were probably going to be in jail anyway, so he was probably doing... I'm, I'm sure he thought he was doing the world a favor and then just uh, using that presupposition and sending them to their uh, fate a little earlier than expected, you know. And he was just collecting his uh, his fee ahead of time. Um, whatever rationale he had for it, I'm sure he had one because, like, he was he was unremorseful about it. Just completely unremorseful about it. Man, what you just said there, that reminded me of um, an old interview with a notorious uh, B.I.G., Christopher Wallace, uh, Biggie Smalls, whatever you want to call him, King of New York, King of Brooklyn, whatever you want to call that guy. An interview we had where he said, um, back um, selling base rock cocaine, people might call it crack or whatever vernacular you use in your community, uh, part of town, part of the continent. And uh, he said, selling that stuff, he said, the reason why I would sell to a pregnant woman is because if she doesn't get it from me, she's just going to buy it from the other guy, so I might as well get the money. And it's like, and then that's that apathy that, that that guy had. He's like, well, hey, the little... The little ghetto garbage in the trailer trash is going to go off and uh, end up on a, the next season of Locked Up Raw anyway. I might as well get my cut. My, I might as well get paid. And, and, and then that's humans. I got, I got to worry about that, you know, and, and, and they're still pushing forward. Like all that business with this this IRS scandal, you know the um they you know where where they looked at all those tea party groups and we 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 tend to we tend to not look into the detail that well all those groups that got scrutinized they all got their uh, their paperwork through they all got their five hundred one c threes and c fours anyway you know and uh but but there were actually uh some some uh what you might identify as liberal groups that actually got denied. It's like, hey, really, where's the scandal in putting fuck the police on your bumper sticker and being surprised when you get pulled over? Because all they talk is, we hate government, we hate taxes. I mean, they're like a they're like a bunch of punk rockers, man. He's anarchy in the UK. You know what I'm talking. Yeah, I mean, folks are talking big, but at the end of the day, you know, not much happening. Or if it is something happening, it's the wrong thing. But that, that was actually not a thing. That's, that's really, really vague. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I kind of got distracted. I'm actually on the um, the uh, Red Cross site right now for Oklahoma. I'm probably about to drop twenty five, twenty twenty five dollars in here to their relief fund. Uh, just uh, anybody listening to the show, I, I implore you to go ahead and drop some money in there. And that's actually kind of how I was going to segue into this. Is instead of I could sit here and criticize my family members all day for not doing shit or for saying they're going to pray and, and, and think hard and send really strong psychic messages or whatever the fuck they want to say, I can sit here and criticize them all day long for that. And it's funny, and it, it, I'm, I know I'm right, but if I don't do anything, then that just makes me a hypocrite. So regardless of me criticizing them or not, I'm still going to donate some money from my family. Like I do every natural disaster, I go and I donate money since I can't put feet on the ground and then go help myself. You know, and I implore each and every one of you to do it. If it's just two dollars, you know, go and do it, so that it is an impact, and so you can actually say that your praying doesn't do shit, nothing but make you feel good inside. Me donating money to this cause so these people can have a place to live, so these people can have something to eat. Me donating blood so these people can stay conscious does something. 
you praying to your magical being that couldn't stop this disaster in the first place isn't doing shit. You are worthless. So that to me is what walking the walk is really about. Well, it, it it is the divine plan, though. Yeah. So what 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 are they praying for? But I we we all we always say that to them. Uh, they're 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 adorable. Hey, the, but back, all right, back back on the schools. Uh, another one of the um the the ones I hit you with um were the Los Angeles schools. It's a it, it's a silly title. It's one of those titles where you're like, it's we won't suspend kids for mouthing off anymore. I didn't know that you were doing that. Uh, it says it's a groundbreaking resolution that the Los Angeles Unified School District Board voted Tuesday to ban suspensions for willful defiance. To do so, and I looked at um one of these um little forms that they sign out for the kids for the willful defiance where they uh, suspend them. You know, it has your date, your time, notification of suspension uh, under the provisions of the Education Code 48910, Article XXIV, Section 2.0 of the Collective Bargaining Agreement between the UTLA and the LAUSD. I am suspending pupil's name, you know, all, all, all the good business there. And then it gets down to the reasons. They have A through J. These are the re- these are the reasons you might get um, suspended: disruptive behavior, disruptive behavior, or willful defiance of valid authority, obscenity, habitual vulgarity, profanity, or hate language, causing or attempting or threatening violence or physical injury, theft or damage to school property or personal property, extortion or robbery possessing, using, offering, sale, furnishing, or being under the influence of any controlled substance, alcoholic beverage, or intoxicant of any kind, possessing, using, offering for sale or furnishing drug paraphernalia, offering for sale or furnishing any substitute substance, possessing, using, offering for sale or furnishing any firearm, explosive, knife, or other dangerous object, or falsely reporting a fire or a bomb, now, you have A and B, and then you have C through J. A and B, disruptive behavior, willful defiance of valid authority, and obscenity, habitual vulgarity, profanity, or hate language. And these can get you suspended just exactly the same as falsely reporting a bomb or, you know, slinging rocks, <laughs> one might say or threatening physical injury or damage to school property, disruptive behavior, suspension, like that. Suspension is so ugly, you know. I, I've, I've never been suspended. I've never even been in in-school suspension or detention. I just I couldn't do that stuff. It wasn't really bad. The, uh, you know, like you're putting them behind. Like they're behind on homework. They're behind on the lessons. You know, like some teachers will just uh, kind of in high school might lecture you for about – you know, about 30 minutes, and and they'll give you some really good, you know, information that you can take notes from, and you're just sitting at home missing that. So, like, even if you do get the worksheet, (laughs) we got to talk about that kid handing out worksheets, even if you do get the worksheet, you probably miss some good knowledge because there are some damn good teachers out there. Oh, man. Some of that stuff is is, a pretty good laundry list, well, you would think that if you came up with such an extensive list of stuff like that that was going on and such such deviance that was going on in your school, 
Maybe you want to try and get a uh, a program or two going on to address the actual issues at home, address the issues with the kids, instead of just saying, well, fuck, you know, they're just a bunch of fuck up. Let's just, you know, hey, let's prepare for their future life in prison and not try and find out what's actually going on since they don't come from the, you know, ideal settings, you know? That's like, wow. You, you took all that time to come up with that. But you're, you're treating the symptoms but not the disease. That's what I was looking for. It's sad. It really is. Yeah. They just uh, throw, throw, throw a Band-Aid on a chainsaw wound. Hey, it gets a little more interesting. We have uh, data collected by the U.S. Department of Education from schools around the nation, and it shows that the zero-tolerance approach to school discipline has a discriminatory effect. Hey, surprise, surprise, right? African-American students are suspended from school more than three times as often as white students across all grade levels. In the LAUSD, the African-American children make up 9% of the student body, but they account for 26% of all suspensions, nearly half of which are for willful defiance offenses. No bombs, no guns, no knives, and the ones that have a joint, well, if you're uh if you're in Mississippi or Arizona, the uh the prison guards from a privatized prison will come and get you. As we know, it's documented. And it's beautiful. Uh and they have it uh, in Seattle and New York City school districts faced uh civil rights investigations by the US Department of Education for an alarming rise in suspension rates in recent years. And it's so ironic. You know, y'all always want to you, we, it's almost like um, with people that you might say are on our side of the aisle and what have you, that sort of language, that we that the word conspiracy for us has become like the word communism or socialism for folks on that other side over there that we might identify them as conservative or what have you. And it's like but it, it it does get funky because you like in recent years what sort of numbers do you see more african american women going to college more african american women going into the workforce so then what do you see at a lower level at the school level more african american girls in handcuffs for disobedience like it, it's it's hard not to say conspiracy you know it it, it it's creepy it's very creepy it is. I mean, of course, you're going to have people use this classic, uh, you know, racialist thing. Well, you know, they're, they're probably all just deviants to begin with. You know, they're just uh, uh, rooting out the bad students. There, there, There's nothing uh, racist going on there. They were just bad. You know, I, and of course, you hear stuff like that. You go, really? Three times as much? Okay, maybe, maybe some more than others, sure. But three times as much as any given other race? Are you serious? Could it possibly be that people like you who assume that they are naturally deviant are the people who are contributing to that idea and are actually victimizing those who are unjustly being uh, put under that light for minor stuff, or if anything? So it's, it's amazing how this confirmation bias has clouded someone's, uh, someone's, someone's sight and someone's I guess their entire worldview to a degree, but trying to get past that because you know, of course, you're talking to someone who has a lot of privilege, a a, a tremendous amount of privilege to be blinded 
that much uh, to make that sort of a, uh, that sort of assertion. But to me, it's I, I don't know if you could really say that for us the word conspiracy has become you know the the their socialist because it's I hear the word conspiracy and and you know certain African American circles, but it's a bit more justified. I see, and it might be my bias, you know, it, it's possible, sure. But every time I see it on the other side of the aisle, it's it's not justified at all. It's it's too closely tied to either Marxism or Nazism, and it, it's just all lumped together. It's a it's yeah, like you said, it's a catchphrase. It's just that it's a people are trying to find that knee jerk reaction. It, it's not uh, it's not as volatile, but it is somewhat comparable, but not as watered down and as overused, as I would say. Yeah, so or they're screaming Illuminati, and uh, and I saw um, Annihilation uh, had posted a um, something Jay-Z recently said. He said, people keep saying, that. you know how he talks, they say, I'm in the Illuminati. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like, And it's like he doesn't. Like People are just making that stuff up. He's right there saying he doesn't even know what that is. You silly goose, and with the um, with that with that business with um, like sort of criminalizing these uh these black students, it seems as though like they're um, creating a confirmation bias for a culturally predisposed um, presupposition. Like it's like, well, they're not being the criminal that my granddaddy told me they're supposed to be, so I'm just gonna make them that. I'm just going to arrest them. And uh, and charge him with a felony for mixing some chemicals in a bottle of water and causing a small explosion. There's an update on that. Uh, Florida teenager Kiara Wilmot, uh, 16, was arrested by police in Bartow, Florida, after conducting an unauthorized science experiment with lightly damp, which lightly damaged an eight-ounce plastic bottle. This is what happened. It lightly damaged an eight-ounce plastic bottle. Like it, 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 the bottle top didn't even fly across the room and hit another student in the forehead in, in a cartoonish way. Now, at the time, Wilmot faced possible charges for possessing or dis, <clears throat> excuse me, or discharging weapons or firearms at a school-sponsored event on school property. If she had been convicted, she could have faced up to five years in prison. Uh, Wilmot's arrest became a national story as members of the press and the scientific community insisted that Wilmot was the victim of a massive overreaction from law enforcement. A crowd-funded legal defense uh, fund netted over $8,000 to cover Wilmot's potential legal fees, and a Change.org petition to get the charges dropped received nearly 200,000 signatures. And there's a quote here, even though I don't have the privilege of knowing Kiara, I believe we all have the responsibility to stand up with one another whenever there is injustice. And I felt I had to do whatever I could to make sure the unjust felony charges were dropped, said a Maggie Gilman, the creator of the petition. Okay. And and this was in a statement that circulated uh, with, with uh, change.org. So Wilmot has already served a 10-day suspension. I just talked about what the F suspension does and is now attending another high school, Uh uh, according to her attorney. 
Uh, per the terms uh, under which she avoided criminal charges, Wilmot Wilmot also will have to complete a diversion program outlaw. Why did she have to do anything? They they're killing me with this. What what are they they they're just trying to drag this kid over the gravel here? Jesus Christ. You know what, this is actually bad news to me. Like this isn't even like that, you know, what we might call good news, which is really just what's supposed to happen. This is bad news. Like they're basically saying, Where are you gonna just treat the kids shitty another way then? If we can't do that, we're gonna get as you know, we're gonna juice whatever we can out of this orange here. And they really have it out for black folks in Florida, man. You might want to watch yourself. Now, remember, man, I, I am the black male, according to the um, the Orange County Sheriff's Department. They got me, the black male. They, you know, but they went over my, uh, you know, they they check my ID and my social. I, I checked out. They know that it's me, and uh, maybe they'll stop me again and uh, check and make sure that I I am still the black male. You know, this is this is high quality melanin. I make this stuff in the garage myself. I I, I sell it on eBay. You know, how I get down. Capitalism, baby. And uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> and then that that's how that goes down. Let's look at the um, what's going on with uh, Michigan, and I think this had to do with the um, with the story that that was um, you know, originally interesting. Uh, where they where they moved to uh, privatize public education under the guise of reform. You gotta love that you know, the play on words these people can do. They're so creative. And that says, although many of us here in Michigan have been fearful uh, regarding what the Republicans in our state legislature would do during the lame duck session, which lasts for the next three weeks, we envision the draconian steps they would take to hand over the education of our kids to private for-profit corporations and destroy the public school system once and for all. You could tell when the when the story is written by someone angry. Oh, I like I like it. They get the they get the steam coming through the screen when you look at their words. A new package of bills making its way through the legislature. There's an education committee meeting on them today. In fact, that will be at, that that will be at the end of the public education as we know it in Michigan. And then uh, it looks like they have these House bills uh, six double zero four and Senate Bill one three five eight and House Bill five nine two three and Senate Bill six two zero, which I looked at and and they're long ones. Like they're all. Easily over over 500 words each, which you know it's just a bunch of fancy words for saying we're selling this here. You know it's it's just a, a long form selling of a T-shirt in a parking lot, and uh, it's 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 tough out there. And you know they uh, they they close that um that school down, which of course again hit um hit mostly uh hit mostly uh, black kids. And one feminist writer I know, um, her son, she was hit by it, uh, uh, Diane G. And uh, yeah, it's, um, why are they treating the kids like this? As I said in the beginning, I care about this because as a non-breeder, I don't like all the stupid around me. And I uh, said before, um, it, it's also that um, your kids are my kids. Because as soon as, um, and before, my, my first thought earlier, um, last year really, was that, once your kid is an adult, however you raise that kid is going to affect me, what they think is all right behavior, how to treat their fellow human beings, and for what reasons that you teach them under the roof you raise them under. But it's not when they're adult, when they're an adult. It's 
it's whenever they're old enough to be outside of the house without your supervision. All right, if they're 12 years old when you finally let them run around town and, and be a, a member of society and they're a little shithead, their little shitheadedness is going to affect me. And if they're, you know, if they have schools like this suspending them and basically withholding education from them and um, and teaching them that Jesus rode dinosaurs and hung out with, they're basically making the Flintstones real. All right, like I, I don't, I don't want to live in a world where the next generation thinks that the Flintstones is real. All right, it, it was a, a cartoon and a good movie with John Goodman, and that's all that was. Stop trying to make that reality, and that 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 really grosses me out. Well, it has to be. That's the only way it fits their theology. That's the, the closest thing that they can think of to make it safe. I mean, it's sad that they, I. I can't say I don't understand what they're doing because I do. I understand exactly what it is. You have to understand their mindset. If they can regress society enough to where no one questions what they believe in, then everyone else will become like them. So that means that there is more uh, more of them to bolster their faith. The more people, and that's what they they depend on, more people around them with similar beliefs. Because everyone, it doesn't matter what you believe in, you feel more secure with people of a similar, you know, birds of a feather, you know, so to speak. I'm, I'm rambling because of the Tokamax. But uh, like I was saying, it's when their beliefs get challenged that they start to get all in a, on a fuss and that, oh, no, we, we need something safe. We need something that that's not going to challenge anything and, and it's going to... Uh, uh, Stop all this is nonsense because they're not interested in doing anything to progress society because that progression will eventually mean that their religion will have to be extinct. They'll have to, people will move away from it. People will get smarter. They they have to get away from that. So they'll go with the safe route and go with really simplistic and nonsensical ideas like this Stone Age nonsense of well, not even Stone Age, just magical nonsense of uh, Jesus riding dinosaurs and all this kind of stuff because they can't poop away dinosaur bones as much as they like to believe. So that's one thing I constantly have to keep in mind. They are not interested in seeing this world become better. They're not. They're interested in this next afterlife that they perceive to be this wonderful, beautiful land of golden roads and milk and honey and golden toasters and 40 virgins with Wonderful vaginas of niceness, and I don't just all kind of crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I just, I, you know, wonderful vaginas. <laughs> yeah, so somebody is going to take that audio clip and say, "This is what the show's all about." That's all they talk about is wonderful vaginas. There, that that's the whole business with these characters. And I, and I keep in mind that uh, all that stuff that you just said there, that's what the foot soldiers have been taught to want. The heads at the top, for all we know, that they're probably just a bunch of closet atheists that actually listen to this podcast. You know, like they they just want the money and the power again with the um, with the royalty. All right, like they like being royal. All right, Creflo Dollar, he's he's a king among his peasants. And he's he doesn't want to let that go, so he's got to keep his peasants amped up. He's got to keep them pious, and he's got to keep them excited. Uh, before we um, go into uh, that kid out there in Texas that flexed on his teacher, 
you know, with the you handing out worksheets, homie. I, I love that kid. Um, I just noticed right here under this one that we were just talking about with the Michigan ones, and I mentioned Diane G. Here it is. Uh, she um she commented uh, right below the article. And uh, and it's a letter that she wrote and sent out to her representatives. Uh, she's she's a, b- a bit of an activist here. And uh, all right, she just sent this letter to her representatives and copied and pasted it here. Um, <clears throat> Dear madams and sirs, the package of bills making their way through the legislature. Legislature, House Bill 6004, Senate Bill 1358, House Bill 5923, and Senate Bill 620 are completely counterproductive and counterintuitive to a healthy educational system. Know that each and every one of you and your compatriots that vote for passing them will face opposition from recall to a full-blown campaign against your reelection at any time in the future. We the people you are sworn to represent violently oppose the privatization of our school system, we understand fully that to take our public monies and funnel them into a for-profit system is theft. We understand that in a for-profit system, value has to be stolen from the bottom in order for it to for the top to profit. Like the misnomer, right to work, this is a blatant attempt to frighten us into being complicit in losing a class war against us. The rich can pay, the middle and lower classes will end up with an inferior product at the very core of what could lift them out of it, their education. Michigan voted soundly against PA4. This and other bills like it are an attempt to sidestep our ability to work and vote in our best interests. You aren't stupid either. You know we know. But be on notice, as your further attempt to reduce our collective power and reduce our expectations of you of and actual standards of living, you still get to vote for you, for you personally. Uh, your jobs are at stake along with our children's futures. I will and everyone I know will oppose you, hold you to account, and spread the word. I am a political journalist and have a radio show. I intend to name names and stay on it until you drop this attempt to let the loss of our kids and their teacher to enrich a few. Education is a local right. Control is a right brought and paid for by the collective pooling our money to make it free and accessible for all children. You are quietly declaring war on our rights. We will fight back. <laughs> yeah, she's tough. She's hardcore, man. Like, she went in on the Steubenville kids. Uh, pretty tough, too. And, uh, yeah, you, you saw that. Yeah, you sent me that clip, right? The uh, the kid in Texas that was flexing on the teacher there? Oh, yeah. And he, of course, he's been suspended. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you knew that was coming. And, of course, but what I did like is that the superintendent district got involved and expressed some kind of concern. I really didn't feel that the comments made were, you know, justified that, okay, we really do need to find out what's going on here. But it may be because that there wasn't enough outrage from any any actual parents or the internet or somebody, you know? There was a, a kind of a, well, oh, it's not on the internet. Let me say something that sounds good and leave with that, hope it goes away. Yeah, and, you know, in this sort of thing, um, well, you know, not just, like, really everything comes and goes so fast with our 24-hour news cycle and the need to make everything just so much more exciting than it really is. Benghazi, 
right? So we we got to keep on pumping up and pumping out the news story. And you know, and and now we have the tornado. So you you know what the tornado did, right? The tornado makes you forget about the women that were found in Ohio, and then the next thing is going to make you forget about the tornado. I mean, not us, because I I still you know I, I still think about all of these. I'm pulling up stories from back in December, you know, but uh, you know they they, they were just they, they're going to keep going and they're going to forget this uh this Jeff Bliss kid, who I just love. I think that what I like about him the most is how he's a kid of today and he sounds so '90s like. This kid is right out of an Ice Cube movie. This you didn't teach me jack. Like where, where where did he learn this vernacular? He watched too many episodes of Martin Lawrence. Quite possibly. I mean, every I agree sadly with everything he said. You notice that none of the students in the class disagree with him. They all kind of stay quiet because I, I think some of them felt as though they knew it was coming. Because they probably heard him like, maybe muttering in the back of class or just kind of benching after class, but none of none of them said anything. They just kind of stayed quiet. Some of them uh, kind of snickered or whatever afterwards and laughed. But just the fact that it, what really bothered me most of all was that this teacher felt that she could just dismiss him with impunity, and everything he said, I see as I saw as when I was his age, I saw that was a problem. And then he sees, and I'm looking back, this is 10, 15 years ago, man. And, you know, it's the same problem. And she feels she can do this with impunity. She feels no need to uh, correct herself in any way, shape, or form. This is a problem. That entire mindset is a problem. Yeah, when any of these things that are, you know, supposed to be a um, like an act of altruism, you know, with 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 a paycheck because you are putting in effort, but you know it's like a you know our 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 beautiful our beautiful capitalism and our precious money it it makes all these things just a job, you know the teacher, the the firefighter, the policeman, the rape culture in the military because they're all just dudes at work now. Like, it's like being a cop is no different than being a roofer. You're going to have the slacker. You're going to have the hard worker. You're going to have the jaded guy. You know, like, and these things, these public jobs, these um, these acts of altruism that we do for money, they, uh, these are not things to slack off on. These are not things to have somebody who really just tells a student to their face that they're just getting their check. That's that's really gross. Like, and and that student. I mean, granted, I like how he sounded because he sounded so '90s. But let's be realistic. When I hear him, I hear a young man that um, does not really speak well and would have a hard time, like coming up, like in in the corporate world, which will be the world that you'll have to join because corporations are people, my friend, and they're taking over. And uh, and it, it'll be tough for for a kid like that, you know. And he's aging too. Like, isn't he? Like, he's almost aged out of high school. Like, he has to get his credits this year. And I mean, looking at you know, listening to the way he speaks, and you know how he, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to say he gave up, but you know, the teacher gave up on him. But then it's like I'm I, I wouldn't doubt that a lot of adults gave up on him. I wouldn't doubt that his mother and father, grandmother, aunts and uncles, and people in the neighborhood gave up on him probably back when he was 11 years old and and that's uh that then that's a, a problem with our species that we're just we're just breeding pumping them out and just leaving them in this wacky world to figure it out for themselves yeah, yeah. i mean it's it 
it, it comes down to the, uh, thank you, Tobin Mac. I lost my train of thought. That's one thing about medication, and that's I never really understood. I'm sorry, I get off topic, but I never really understood what people talk uh, spoke about with giving out uh, medication, getting medication, until I started taking it myself. Is that you really don't understand how bad it, it affects uh, life sometimes until you know it affects you, and that's really with anything. But uh, this this stuff it helps, but it's hard to concentrate certain uh, certain things. You'll lose your train of thought in a second. But yeah, this, this kid. This, this kid, I feel, was mentally aged out of high school probably three or four years ago. He was probably mentally an adult before some of his teachers, you know? <laughs> That's honestly what was probably going on there. So there needs to be a house cleaning. There needs to be – actually, I, I think an entire – overhaul and education needs to be done. Just like what we did with our healthcare, education needs to be entirely overhauled to where it is, okay, we need to stop paying athletes all this money to entertain us, to throw balls across hoops, to throw balls at each other, to throw balls and balls. We need to start investing all this money into something that's worthwhile as, you know, the education of our future the young men and women that will eventually make this country and run this country. I mean, it, it seems to me it's common sense. Why would you have a lackadaisical attitude about that? And it is literally the welfare of your country, the welfare of the, the future that you will have, you know? So it's, it's just this it's complacency that we have here in our wonderful American society that needs to go first before we make any kind of changes. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and we're yeah, man, and we're we're wrapping up here. Mario Ultra Evil, he's he's got he's gotta go get his blankie. It's it's nap time. <laughs> like, yeah, that, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, not you know, not not investing in this youth is is not planning for the future. Like they are the savings account, you know, intellectually, philosophically, physically. While we're slamming Monsanto food down their face, all that nonsense. Like, uh, yeah, we 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 are not investing into that savings account that is the next generation. And you know, we're we're gonna go looking in it when when folks like me are old, and we're gonna realize that we raised another generation of stupid and we seem to were like attempting to make them stupid er and that's uh that that's that's just no good but uh you just, you just reminded me and we and we yeah we're, we're wrapping up here but uh we we probably i don't think we've talked about this before i may have talked about it somewhere else um but the um the NFL the NHL the NBA and the the PGA all 501c3 i never knew i never thought about that like I never knew that, and ironically, it's a Republican man that is trying to get that taken away. And yeah, the uh, so the NFL is just a uh, charity. They're five hundred one c three. Yeah, no, no, no taxes on those salaries. Like you got, you got to be shitting me. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. I I think so because I, I may be in my soft spot because I know. I went to school with uh, a few educators, you know, black educators with that, is that they don't work for a lot of money. And that's not too, I mean, 
they're, you know, K through 12, they make decent, but they could make better. And for especially for what they have to put up with, it's like, geez, you're putting up with other people's kids that are misbehaving. You don't have a support system to properly discipline these kids and their parents aren't. So what else are you left with? You know, you're in a shitty job that we have no support, but then you have to remember this is the future of the nation. This is the future of your culture. It's the future of a lot of stuff. So you're in this impasse. So you're not really sure where to go and how to work, but somehow, you know, you have to try and just suffer through somehow, some way. Man, and what what was that? Um, yeah, what, what was that? Uh, that that fund that you were talking about before that uh for for money for the uh, for the tornado uh, victims. Yeah, it's on my page right now. It, I honestly just went to uh, the American Red Cross. If anyone's not sure how to donate to anything, the American Red Cross is always a good uh, fund to go to because they they cover literally any any natural disaster. But uh, American Red Cross, and I think, um, well, what was it? It's not Oklahoma City. I think it's Moose, uh, Oklahoma. I, I honestly forgot the name of the, of the town itself. But Rick uh, donates to the Red Cross, and they have they allocate the money towards the most affected areas currently. And right now, Oklahoma would be the most affected. So definitely go get on that. Give you know online donations are at least ten dollars. I suggest everyone giving at least you know twenty twenty five dollars. Yes. All right, and with that, um, don't forget to follow the uh, the Black Freethinkers Facebook page. There, um, a lot of just information shared, free information. It doesn't, and it's not always like the latest, most recent thing. Sometimes it's a study that has been taken the past twenty years, and now they finally have the results. So it's it can it can always just be useful information that that you can have hold apply and share out share it to your page and your family and your friends there and um and you can also uh, uh, black free thinkers is on the twitters and um and then uh, at the father Teresa is on the twitters and um you um Alfred here I was talking to is um dragnot on YouTube that's D R A G N A U C T dragnot on the on the YouTubes there, and uh, he posts some interesting videos. I've actually uh, learned a thing or two from him, and uh, yeah, he's doing his thing. And uh, with with that, we're gonna go ahead and end it, you guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit. I got I got to go shove some Brussels sprouts down my face. Peace. After salmon. Later. <laughs>